Wow. Eric Wanale. Of course we want a USSF president who can't even read. That's, that's a good starting point. We've got a real president who can't read, so why not a USSF president? <laughs> he is the Twitter USSF president that America deserves. It's time for the podcast. It's time for the podcast. It's time for the podcast. The Dirty Tackle Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Tackle Podcast. Well, I'm not wooing, Ryan. I'm very sad. Uh, Andrea Pirlo just announced his retirement. I- I'm having trouble dealing with this. I, I-, I don't. It's like a celebration. It. He retired like two years ago. What are you talking about? Well, hey, it's a celebration. We're, we're going to soldier on. So I am Brooks Peck. Grazie, maestro. Editor of DirtyTackle.net and Haller Magazine's WhatAHaller.com. And I am here, as always, with my two co-hosts, neither of whom are Andrea Pirlo, sadly. Mr. Ryan Bailey, Mr. Theo Messi. Ryan, how are you? What are you wearing? Uh, I'm very well, thank you, Brooks. Very well indeed. Thank you so much for asking. Thank you. Thank you Stop very much. Such a thank you so much. Uh, Brooks, I'll tell you what I, I, I'm not wearing today. I'm not oh. wearing the brand new Germany World Cup 2018 shirt. I've oh, looked no. at it. It looks very nice. I'm not wearing it, though. What are you wearing? Well, why aren't you wearing it, Ryan? I don't have one. Oh, so sad. I have I know, one. Right? <laughs> I know you do, Brooks. I know you do. <laughs> but How I'm not it? wearing it. I am actually wearing, yeah. actually in honor of you, Ryan, I'm wearing the new Argentina shirt because I know how much you yes. love them. Ah, I see another that. new Adidas World Cup shirt. It is. It's very comfortable. It's very. It's a very nice fit. It just fits me yeah. perfectly like a glove. I think it's it's just funny how there's, there's so many brand new Adidas World Cup shirts in this pod, but they're all kind of focused in one particular area, I find. Yeah, I I uh, bribed them to send them all to me. I am, uh, <laughs> it says Bailey on the back, but uh, I'm wearing it. Okay. And uh, yeah, so it's the special 125th anniversary shirt. It has the laurels around the crest, the golden laurels to celebrate the uh, Argentine Federation's wow. 125th anniversary. The stripes have the the blue stripes have this like pixelated thing going on. It's really kind of cool. Ah, pixelated thing. Is it thing. Um, a pixelation of a person cheating? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. If you stare closely, it's a magic eye. If you stare closely, you'll see uh, Maradona doing the hand of God. Ah, uh, very nice. It's a special feature. All I've learned is that Brooks has the build of a small Argentinian man. <laughs> <laughs> Fits like a glove. Yeah, it's a Leo Messi large. That's the actual. That's the size name. Well, you don't want a Maradona large these days because that's like a tent. Yeah, it's almost the size. They don't make those. It's almost the size of a Leo Messi's dog large, but <laughs> don't get me excited. Yeah, I won't. I know that works up, Theo. So, Theo, how are you? What are you wearing? What's going on? Well, considering I'm all worked up, I thought I'd switch up my wardrobe today. Um, I put down my dirty tackle T-shirt for, for a night. What? Oh, um, but you can still go get yours at patreon.com slash dirty tackle for 10 bucks uh, i've switched it up i've gone with the manchester city urban cowboy look today oh the denim on denim yeah the the denim jacket the denim tie the denim shirt and the gray slacks uh just nice. as manchester wow. city traveled to naples where they clinched their champions league the eternal league. city yes also now, known as the eternal city denim the eternal fabric are you allowed <laughs> to wear a belt though yes i can wear a belt okay that's good I'm allowed to, and I know how to, so I can wear a belt. That's a good combo. Nice. Very good. You're yeah. such a big boy. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan, of course, is wearing his posture backpack, as always. 
Well, yeah, I'm not an animal. Of course I'm wearing my posture back. I may not be wearing a nice choice Adidas World Cup shirt, but I've still got my We take what we can get off. in this world, Brooks. Yeah, we can't Ryan, have all the World Cup shirts. Ryan has the posture backpack. I have the uh, the World Cup shirts. It's a, it's a fair trade. And while we're talking about what we're wearing, a big shout-out to Nick, listener Nick. He always tells us what he's wearing on Twitter, and we really appreciate it. Uh, last For last week's episode, he had on his Arsenal 06 home shirt little throwback Arsenal Highbury tribute shirt. Um, so let us know what you're wearing. We're using the hashtag, what are you wearing? And uh, hit us up on social media. Let us know and tell us and, and join the fun. Join the what are you wearing fun. But moving on to the Dirty Tackle Fantasy League. Download the Taga app to join us if you haven't already. Toga. We Toga. have We have a first here this week, this past week, Game Week 11. Producer Bobo finishing on top in our foursome, hey. up big 114 points. The only one of us to break 100 points. He finished Jeez. 44th overall. Number Bobo one. Bobo is so high in the table. <laughs> and in all other aspects of life. But finishing first overall, the highest overall, Arsenui. Arsenui. With 160 I'm points. I don't know how Arsenui. you pronounce it. Arsenui. Arsenui. It's a Chelsea fan, so it's not an Arsenal fan, as you might expect from oh, that name. God. But, um, yeah, so congrats to them. And within our group, within our foursome, Bobo finished top. I was second with 96 points. Congrats. Ryan Bailey with a miserable showing of 56.75 points. <laughs> what? You loser. What? And Theo Messi rounding it out with a big 7.5 Lacazette points. Loyal. Very uh, impressive I loyalty. Think- Tolga's broken again. We've got to fix that thing. It's not. Bobo is the champion. Don't say our fantasy partner is broken. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it must be. It's the only explanation. No, Mm. Ryan, you got to tighten that posture backpack and get your shit together. So, yeah. So, download the Tolga app. It's not broken, (laughs) I assure you. (laughs) Ryan has his thumbs in his uh, backpack straps, and he's looking like a well-to-do... Uh, southern lawyer. Mm. I may okay. not be a fancy southern lawyer with a nice Adidas apparel shirt, <laughs> but I know what posture is. Oh, okay. I can sense the bitterness. <laughs> I'm not letting it go. Uh, there's an undercurrent of bitterness in this episode. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So with that in mind, I think that's a great jumping off point for our Dirty Tackles of the Week and no, you can't dirty tackle me for getting all the cool stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Ryan, let's start with you. Who's your dirty tackle of the week? Bobo, lay down some Coldplay because I'm going for Sam. Ella, Ella, Ella does. Ella, Ella, Ella does. That was awful. Yeah. Whoa. Come on. Bobo's <laughs> going to make that sound great. I guarantee it. <laughs> Uh, going for former England manager for one game, Sam Allardyce, as you just got from my dulcet tones there. He's been on <laughs> undefeated. He's been on a bit of a, a bit of a thing lately about saying British managers don't get a chance in the Premier League. The quotes that he gave uh, on Match of the Day recently. It's, it's about time an English manager is given a chance, he said. Or a British manager. There's no doubt about that. There's not enough of us given a chance. And <laughs> to, let, let's look at this. I mean, wow. Sam's right here. Look at how few. English and British managers there are in the Premier League. I mean, there's only Eddie Howe, Roy Hodgson, David Unsworth, Paul Clement, 
Tony Pulis. Uh, there's Hughes, there's Hutton, there's Dyche, there's, uh, there was Shakespeare. Uh, there's a very, very boring Scotsman at West Ham now. I mean, that's only about half the league. Only about half the league is being given a chance here. And let's feel sorry for Sam Allardyce too, because he's only ever been given a chance at uh, Bolton, Newcastle, Blackburn, Sunderland, probably Everton <laughs> soon, and England as well. He's literally so, always uh, given a chance. Basically, <laughs> he's literally, yeah, he, he's, he's been given his eighth chance he's about to be given here. The man who says that no English managers or British managers ever get a chance is talking from his butt once again here. I don't know what he's talking about here. <laughs> the problem isn't that British managers don't get a chance. It's that British managers not called Sam Allardyce and David Moyes don't get a chance. <laughs> That's the problem, because those two fuckers get lined up yeah, for every it's, job. It's the same three or four guys who get all the chances that's what he's complaining about he's a very selfless man sam allardyce he's he's concerned about the other british managers but isn't everton about to bring on sam allardyce himself and craig shakespeare all at once that's like a two for one wow british special from what i'm reading shaky dice the british yeah shake those dice up baby (laughs) well there was a rumor that their first choice was diego simeone but Not that has a snowball's chance in hell of actually happening. So they might end up with a, a whole plethora of, of British managers at their disposal. Well, on that's a line. genius move. That This might have happened by the time this pod goes out, but that's a genius move to, to say like, oh, we were going for Simeone, but we ended up with Sam Allardyce because it's like, <laughs> hey, guys, we were trying. We were aiming for the stars. We just couldn't yeah. get them. This is the best we could do. West, it's, 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 West Ham it's tried like, to get Sir Alex back, but uh, they could only get yeah. David Moyes. I thought Big Sam was in for uh, U.S. soccer coach. What happened to that? He's in for everything. He's just not being given enough chances, Theo. That's the problem. Not enough English managers get a chance to manage the U.S. That's yeah, fact. I've got some stats for you. Seven of the last 13 Premier League managers have been Brits between the age of 50 and 70. And about half of those have been Sam fucking Allardyce. <laughs> so there you go. The other half were Roy Hodgson and uh, Tony Poulos. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So there you go. That's my DTOTW, if you will. All right. So while Ryan finishes off his pints of white wine, uh, Theo, what is your dirty tackle <laughs> of the week? Uh, I, I kind of want to go after Twitter for dropping this 280 characters mumbo jumbo uh, at a time when U.S. soccer is such a shambles. Um, but I'll direct <laughs> it more more poignantly. Alexi Lalas came out recently and posed a impromptu question on Twitter. Uh, apparently, he's like the master of ceremonies for all future non-existent U.S. soccer president debates. Uh, so he posted a question, dear hashtag USSF president candidates tagged. He tagged them just so in case you didn't know, he put that in parentheses. As president, how would you deal with a U.S. player kneeling for the national anthem? Winalda, always the subtle one, steps up first to bat. Stand up or sit out. It's a selfish distraction from team goals, period. That's a pretty strong take, uh, one that is very dirty tackleable. But even worse, he claims later, once all the back, the bad PR backlash probably started happening, to have misread the question. He said, I misread the question. What would I do? <laughs> Stand. What do I do if someone kneels? Nothing. It's their right. And it's like, oh, all right. So he, he figured it out. He got enough bad tweets in his mentions to take it back. And then even later, he stooped lower. He quote tweeted himself saying, I'm deleting this. Thought Lex was asking what I would do. Wouldn't want to be a distraction. Fixed it. He quote tweeted that own tweet of himself, a tweet inception, if you will. <laughs> and he said, it's official. Need to get off Twitter till we discover what's going on with my account. So he feigned ignorance. He feigned hacking. <laughs> Two excuses put together means he was just being honest and being dumb. Dirty tackle for Eric Winalda. Oh, dear. Wow. 
Eric Wanola, I mean, of course we want a USSF president who can't even read. That's that's a good starting point. We've got a real president who can't read, so why not a USSF president? <laughs> he is the Twitter USSF president that America deserves. Wow, Eric Winalda, that's just impressive. I mean, to go with all of the excuses, all of the bad tweet excuses at, at one go, that's the treble. He just played himself because, I mean, you could misread the question, right? People have brought up on Twitter that, um, what does he have? He's dyslexic, and so it's possible for him to, to switch around parts of the sentences and not get it which is fine. But how do you misread it that <laughs> that poorly? Even but his, his initial case? answer didn't indicate that he's talking just about himself, though. Like, his excuse no. didn't match up with his original answer. No, you can't misread it that badly yeah. or you're just going to come out and say what you actually feel. That's not how you misread something. Right. So my take here is that obviously we don't want someone who's involved in politics or, you know, managing uh, corporate structures to be in charge of this because, you know, that's not how we do things in this country in electing uh, presidents of things. So my vote would be for Carl Martino because he's got great hair and I like him. And he can read. Same. Yeah, so, you know, I'm on board. The Dirty Tackle podcast, I think, officially endorses Kyle Martino yeah. as yeah, U.S. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Kyle, Theo Messi would like to put forth his services for anything you need in your presidential run. Yeah. I'm here for you. Bobo just broke in and asked why we're picking him, and we all said that's because that's what we want to do. The end. And he's it's the, the only, hair for me, really. He's the only decent candidate. Yeah, because look at the field. <laughs> I mean, who else is there? <laughs> because Eric Winalda is a bozo. <laughs> just to back this train up a little bit. I want to throw in a, a mini dirty tackle on uh, on Alexi Lalas because in this yep. tweet at all the candidates, he didn't include the sitting president, Sunil Gulati, who is running for re-election still because Sunil and uh, Alexi are, are bros. They're, they're buddies. So Alexi, in all of his talk and debating over the USF pres- USSF presidency, he's been uh, kind of defending Sunil through all of this kind of indirectly. And I don't like it. It seems not very even-handed. It's also like, who made you the wolf blitzer of this fucking process? (laughs) I didn't ask for your debate questions on Twitter on the day when they dropped 280 characters. What a nightmare. (laughs) What's a wolf blitzer? Is that someone who shoots wolves? (laughs) It's like uh, when the Carolina Panthers try to sack the quarterback. Gotcha. Okay. I Right. Oh, okay. You like footy ball, right? Throw ball? Sure. Throw ball? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? So who actually votes for this USSF? That's an excellent none of question. Us. Yeah, the answer no is one. none of us. It's, it's, it might be no one. <laughs> it's Sunil Gulati. It might be like a fake votes. vote. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Blazer's cats are the ones who vote. That's it. Uh, still living it up in Trump Tower, huh? Presumably, yes. Yeah. Uh, somebody actually did tweet who votes for it, though. Um, I didn't read it, though, because I'm lazy. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Good research. Yeah, excellent. Good job, Theo. All right, Brooks. Well, you um, you have lots of shirts. You're also getting several dirty tackles this week. What's your next dirty tackle? <laughs> well, my dirty tackle of the week is for Neymar. Oh. As... Senor or junior? Uh, junior. But senor, <laughs> as, he gets a constant dirty tackle for me, just on principle. But this week, it's junior getting the two-footed one. Uh, so he skipped PSG's last match. You know, he's, since day one almost of joining PSG, he's been acting like he's too big for his britches, as many of us predicted. Uh, Here you had the fight with Edison Cavani over free kicks and and, uh, set pieces. He's reportedly 
soured on Unai Emery as PSG manager. He wants to get his own his own guy in there. Doesn't like Unai. And now he's just skipping matches. Uh, PSG's last match before the international break, he didn't show up. He uh, he stayed home against for the match against Angers, which PSG won 5-0. And according to Sports English, the uh, Catalonian sports paper, which kind of has a dubious reputation, so take whatever they the say. The Spanish, no, that's say the Catalan anymore. <laughs> What's that? You know, that's say Catalan anymore. The Spanish, the Spanish, <laughs> if anybody asks. All right, Sergio Ramos. Uh, so... <laughs> According to Sport, uh, Neymar, the the official word was he missed the match with a, with an injury. Emery said that he had a small blow to his muscle, whatever that means. He, he didn't feel <laughs> well. He didn't feel well the morning of the match. The doctors said he could skip it and stay sit home in Paris. But uh, Sport thinks that there was something else to that because on Monday, Neymar reported for Brazil training and was perfectly fine. He trained hundred percent. Went uh, full speed, no issues. It was uh, only a small blow to his yeah, muscle. Yeah, only a little blow. It's fine. Yeah, so apparently that healed magically uh, overnight, and he was fine. So now the word is that he's just skipping matches because he doesn't care about Ligue 1. He thinks it's beneath him now, and he's not playing against the lesser teams in the league, like Angers. And uh, yeah, so Neymar is too good for Ligue 1. I think he's being a good teammate because... It- they won the match 5-1. He's given the rest five of the guys some playing five time, nil. some goals. 5-0, rather. Yeah. You know, spreading spreading the wealth, giving his homies some some love on the pitch, you know. Still, if he's doing this, what, like two, three months into the season, into his first season with PSG, this is a yet another very bad sign of how Neymar at PSG will play out over the long term. Mm. 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 Well, at least <laughs> Timothy Weah... Took a photo with him at Brazil training today. <laughs> Did so he really? hopefully Neymar imparted some some knowledge, uh, not of the match skipping variety, but of the being amazing <laughs> at football variety on the young American yeah. prodigy. And uh, he's hopefully made up for it hey, uh, Tim, with you, Brooks. Hey, Tim, uh, if you ever think you're too good for the opposition, just don't show up. Just say you have a small blow to your muscle and uh, and don't show up. That's that's good advice from Neymar. The, the, the thing I've noticed about Neymar is like he, – even when he does show up for games, like the following day he'll be in Spain, or the next day he's in England. He like he he, he doesn't really seem to like being in Paris very much. That's the he's whole point the of my dirty tackle. Yeah, that's what I've been yeah. saying. So yeah. Neymar, dirty tackle for you. I don't I don't like it. You're too big for your britches, and it needs to stop. He needs some smaller britches. He needs some smaller britches. He needs a belt. I think he yeah. needs a uh, a Pep Guardiola. He's bigger belt. britches if he's too big for them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He needs bigger ones. He wants suitably sized for him. <laughs> yeah, ones that fit well. Like an Adidas shirt. So, Neymar, sort your britches out. And, uh, yeah, those are our dirty tackles of the week. Peace out, britches. <laughs> Class, luxury, hair. These words have all been used to describe Andrea Pirlo. And now they can also be used to describe Andrea Pirlo's artificial cheese. With his football career coming to an end, the legendary World Cup winner knew he had to come up with a new venture even better than what he accomplished on the pitch. And after several seconds of deep thought, he decided that artificial cheese making would be it. 
crafted with real human hair and several chemicals that only Andrea himself can pronounce, Andrea Pirlo's artificial cheese is the finest artificial cheese ever produced by a former footballer in the attic of a row home in the Bronx. Do not eat Andrea Pirlo's artificial cheese if you are pregnant or dislike the taste of human hair. Some people who eat Andrea Pirlo's artificial cheese feel groggy and unable to run at full speed. Side effects of Andrea Pirlo's artificial cheese include dry mouth, groin itch, cravings for red wine, an increase in hand gestures and a frequent urge to grab the backs of people's necks. Andrea Pirlo's artificial cheese. Taste the hair and the chemicals. Ladies and gents, it's about time for your favourite segment of the Dirty Tackle Podcast. It's a segment I like to call True Aya! True Aya! True Aya! True Aya! Theo. Thanks for joining in, Theo. The rules are very simple here. Uh, I'm going to read out some statements. Some are true, some are false. You're going to tell me which ones are true, which ones are false. Are you ready, boys? See, see, see. All see. right, let's get started. In the land of Chelsea Football Club. Uh, a female Chelsea fan on Twitter asks Sesc Fabregas, who is a Chelsea player, if he would like to spend the night with her. And he responded to it. Is that true or false? He got propositioned on Twitter and he deemed it suitable to give a reply. Well, I mean, a response can be a whole lot of different things. You could have responded just to say, no, no, thank you. I'm married. I have a family. Please leave me alone and don't ever contact me again. So uh, that's a very kind of general uh, proposition. I I say it's true. Are we counting a like as a reply? Like what if he just liked the tweet? Uh, What if he retweeted the tweet? I'll count that too. What if he made a Twitter moment out of that one tweet? <laughs> what if he spent 280 characters debating the virtues of this proposition? Yeah, I'll, t- I'll count that too. Okay, given, given the, the plethora of options available on the Twitter platform, uh, I'll say he, he responded. But he didn't respond in kind. He didn't say, come on over, baby, let's shag. He did one of the other things. <laughs> he, he didn't wow. quote Austin Powers? No. No, well, that's a shame. I mean, he's in England. <laughs> Well, this one is completely true. A Twitter user called Lynn Egan, who appears to be a lady from Jakarta, uh, said, Um, Sesk for official baby, it would be amazing if I could spend the night with you tonight. Emoji, 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 emoji of person with their tongue out. What do you think? <laughs> and I'm, I'm assuming lots of football players get this kind of thing a lot. And rather than ignore it, he said, No, thank you. My wife is miles ahead of anyone. See, I, I got it exactly right. I deserve like bonus yeah. points for that. Mm, indeed, indeed. <laughs> shit was a layup. <laughs> You're like giving yourself a gold medal for taking a shit in the morning. <laughs> hey, if it's an impressive shit, it might deserve a gold medal. <laughs> Next, true are you? It's Spain related as well. Spain have a new shirt. Did you know this, Brooke? Spain have a new Adidas shirt out. It's, uh, mm. it's for yes, the World I, Cup. It's a retro I feel. I have it in my possession. Uh, uh, Adidas have a whole bunch. Oh, you do? Oh, I, I do. No I idea. have that okay. one too. Yeah. That must be well, nice. Anyway, yeah, that's, that sounds lovely. You must be living quite <laughs> I the time. I love Spain. You must be living it up over there with all your Adidas uh, apparel. Anyway, um, Spain have a new shirt, but it is being boycotted by Spanish fans. Is that true or false? 
I think that would be false because as someone who possesses this shirt and has looked at it, it's a very mm-hmm. nice shirt. It's a throwback to their, um, I think it was a 94 World Cup one, the design down the side. Sure. It's, a, sure. it's a very nice shirt. I, I don't know why you'd boycott that. Theo? Yeah, I'll say false as well. I don't know why you would boycott the shirt. Maybe the player's in the shirt. This one is 100% true, boys. Wow. You see, the problem here is that the uh, new shirt has a zigzaggy pattern down the side. Uh, It's got a a yellow, a dark red, and the middle stripe. There is debate. Some say it's blue. Some say it is purple. Those who say it's purple... It's blue. ...are saying that it's a reference to the Spanish Second Republic, the period of time before Franco took over, anti-monarchist, Republican surrendering, not very nice period in Spanish history. And they're boycotting it because they think it refers to that period in Spanish history and uh, this is on marker. So we've discussed the Spanish press earlier in this thing. Sport and marker speak nothing about the truth. They're saying <laughs> it is being boycotted. Therefore, it is. If there's like a Facebook group with like 25 people in it, I'm not counting that as a boycott. Yeah. Mm. And I can definitively confirm that it is not purple. It's blue. Yeah, I've seen it on, on the internet. Brooks has seen it with his own two goddamn 2020 visioned eyes. <laughs> Shit's blue. If you have eyeballs, you can see it's not purple. It's very clear. Well, Brooks is the only one of us who's seen it, so yeah. until that point, we can't disprove this draw yet. <laughs> I just have this image of Brooks dressing up a bunch of stuffed animals in these New World Cup shirts. <laughs> yeah, and like me and all my ha- friends. Having a spot of tea in his like oh. living room. Yeah. Oh, do you like your Spain shirt? I like my Argentina shirt. What about you, <laughs> Huggy the Bear? It's very sad So image. much jealousy on this episode. So much jealousy. I mm. love it. I'd rather have friends than shirts. <laughs> I'm not convinced. Too bad I have neither because I'm in the football witness protection program. In this game, it's true, are you? I think that's a false statement. I I must admit, Brooks, I I am jealous of those shirts. Green isn't my color. Green of envy, of course, but it's your color. You look lovely in that Mexico (laughs) shirt. Anyway, let's move on uh, to the next one. Andrea Pirlo, who we have uh, mentioned already, has retired from the soccer balls. In an interview with GQ magazine, he admitted that one of his favorite restaurants in America is Sabaro's. True or false? (laughs) That has to be false. That's blasphemy and wrong on a lot of different levels. Yeah, I'll say false because you almost couldn't stop yourself from starting to laugh before you get the question out. (laughs) Yeah, it's false. Uh, I just remind I think it's Michael Scott in the office who says, I I always love coming to New York to get an authentic slice of pizza when he walks into Sabaros. Yeah, this this (laughs) Sabaros across from Penn Station. Never compare Andrea Pirlo and Michael Scott again, please. For for our international listeners who maybe won't know what a Sabaros is, think of... Pizza made of like melted plastic and cardboard and uh, dipped in grease. It is the worst pizza mm. known to man. And they sell it out of the basement of a gas station. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I um, I, I I picked this one out because I was curious what Andre Pirlo thought of American cuisine. Obviously, ninety five percent of food here is made of cornstarch, and it's not quite the same as Italian food. So I sort of looked it up, and I found this cheeky interview where he talks about his diet. And he's, he admits that he says, you know, I'm in Manhattan. I'm, I'm, I don't struggle for high-level quality food. But he does say up until the age of 30, he ate pasta every damn day. And he still does. He has chicken breast and pasta before every well, game as of well. Of course. He's Andrea so. Pirlo. Of course he does. Pasta yeah. and red wine, that's, that's all he needs. If any of us had pasta and red wine every damn day, we would not look like Andrea Pirlo, I can assure you. Well, it all goes to his beard. Uh, he gets, uh, maybe if we ran as much as he did, we would. <laughs> you know what they say, offense and defense, diet, exercise. You kids you kids have been to the doctor before. You don't need me to explain this. 
All right, ladies, next one for you. Michael Emanalo, who used to have a job at Chelsea, doesn't anymore because Antonio Conte's falling out with everybody and Antonio Conte might not have a job True. by the time people listen to this podcast. True. But anyway, he once paid for a Chelsea player with a yacht. True or false? Wow. Uh, well, we know that Roman Abramovich has no shortage of yachts. So I can definitely there see are that yachts happen. I say true. At disposal. I say true. Okay. I'll say I'll say he put a player out on loan and he let him ride in Roman's yacht to wherever that club was. <laughs> a free yacht taxi? Yeah, it's like it's like you can't stay here. You're gonna go on loan like all the rest, but we'll let you ride in Roman's yacht. <laughs> so you can go to like Southampton, Bournemouth, anywhere on the coast. You can go to Sunderland <laughs> if you like. Or just like, yeah. you know, go around the, the horn, you know, go around Europe. Sure, sure, why not? <laughs> This one's false, I'm afraid. I just made it up. I just oh. thought it'd be funny to think of Chelsea paying for players with yachts. Maybe they do. The day Maybe will they come. do. Well, we apparently with, with Emanao out, now Abramovich is going to get more hands-on again. So he could definitely do that. I could see that happening. He'll start oh. selling players and buying players for yachts. So you're saying if Abramovich is more hands-on, next game, uh, David Lewis up front on his own. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent. Look forward to it. <laughs> All right, a couple more for you. Marouane Fellaini. He is suing New Balance because their boots are so shitty. True or false? True. <laughs> I say false. I don't even think Flaney wears boots. I think he's barefoot out there. Definitely true. Fellaini, he needs to blame his incompetencies on something else. And in football, there's only a few pieces of equipment. For him, signing with uh, a brand like New Balance, who is very new to the football boot-making game, was smart because he saw, he had the foresight to see that when my game goes to shit, I can blame it on these boots from New England. Mm. But he never uses his feet. He always uses his head. How can he blame his boots for anything at all? Running. Yeah, this is true. I'm not, I don't actually know if he wears boots or not. He only uses his chest and his head, doesn't he, to be fair? Yeah. Yeah. Where did you get this story from, Ryan? The internet, it's true. Well... I I I I don't like to reveal my sources, but it was the sun. It's true. <laughs> oh, that is uh, definitely one. false. <laughs> Bellini's suing New Balance apparently for two point one million pounds for, and I quote, the loss of employment. What? Inconvenience. What? It's, it's maybe loss of employment because he's only used as a sub and comes yeah, on, on the bench. Wins games. Yeah. He's out of the eleven. Uh, he's still employed, loss of employment, though. inconvenience, and impact on performance. Apparently, he claimed that he used to have um, the kit man steam and stretch his boots before every match because of their poor quality. Why would you sign an endorsement deal with a company that needs to steam and stretch the boots just for them to fill on your massive? This feet? is my issue here. You think like if you're going to sign a big deal, and apparently it was six hundred grand a year to wear their boots. Maybe try them on first. See if they're good for you. Maybe that's a good idea. Well, you know what my issue is here? This is a story from The Sun. It's bullshit. <laughs> Don't read The Sun. Yeah, but it was syndicated on ESPN FC and numerous other outlets. Well, this so is another problem. Truier, this is another much problem. Truier. Other sources. Actually, uh, it's, it's uh, more weight to it here. It's also on Who Ate All the Pies. I haven't seen Carlos oh, Volcano um, bring this one up yet. But no. Uh, well, anyway, I got one more trial for you, and it's also boot-related. Mats Hummels in Der Klassiker, the uh, Bayern Munich win over Borussia Dortmund uh, last weekend. He cut holes in the heels of his boots, so he cut big old holes in the heels of his boots. And this is related to the New Balance story because you remember they uh, released those boots with the unnecessary hole in the heel. Yeah. So did uh, did Mats Hummels do that custom to his own boots? Uh, false. That seems strange. I don't know why he would do that. 
I'll say true. It seems so strange that uh, you couldn't have come up with that on your own. So true. I couldn't have cut. You think my imagination is that bad? I can't imagine someone cutting holes in something. Yeah. You would have said the big toe. I know where you would have gone with it. Okay. I, I know well, where you're going before you even get there. I'm inside your head. Um, do you remember Yari Lippman? And I think he was Finnish. He used to cut the heels of his boots, like literally down the sole. He cut them to, you know, give himself more support. But this one is actually false. He didn't cut the heels. He did cut the toes. Well done, Theo. He actually Fuck. cut big holes in his toes. <laughs> uh, so if you look on like Getty or whatever from this game, Hummels has got big old holes in the front of his boots. I think, yeah, they're Adidas boots. Uh, horrible so they're like Liverpool boot sandals? shirt colour boots. He made open yeah, so toe boot sandals? Yeah. Chancletas. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And he's wearing he's wearing socks and sandals, so therefore he has a beard. That's the uh, <laughs> mathematical equation here. But um, the quote he gave to Goal, another uh, verbatim source of truth, the holes had no impact. <laughs> Both toes are a bit injured at the moment. It works that way too. Maybe that will be a new <laughs> model being developed. No, Mats, it no. won't be being developed. No one's going to buy boots with holes in the end of them. No. No I'm picturing him like, uh, like long, long, long fellow deeds where he has that frostbitten toe and he can just like kick through anything <laughs> that's an so, yeah. awful model too because then anybody can step on his toe and uh have him doubled over and uh no, that's the point you can't feel it it's dead it's like a, <laughs> like a steel toed timberland boot it's like a weapon <laughs> i think the conclusion we can draw from this week's true eye is that fellaini and hummels need to wear bigger boots just up your size a little bit boys and think that, about it and that ryan needs new sources because they are all fake fake news i need new sources i need new shirts i need new lots of things brooks okay okay i get it i get it you're better than us we know all right ryan true that's true yay you win (laughs) ding 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 well done (laughs) help support the show by going to patreon.com slash dirty tackle and making contribution uh ryan needs some new shirts so you can help fund that if, if you if you want to do if that. If anyone here, anyone listening or speaking can help with that, let, let us know. <laughs> if you enjoy what we're doing and you want to see it flourish and grow like a beautiful sunflower, we just need some money. Okay? We don't need any water or sunlight, just some money. But really, it's in your best interest to make a contribution too. Because if you don't already have a Dirty Tackle t-shirt or access to extra time, AJ! our bonus segment on every episode... Your life is just horribly incomplete, mm-hmm. just like Ryan's without his uh, new shirts. So, again, that's yep. patreon.com slash Dirty Tackle. The link is in the show notes. So join us and become a proud Dirty Tackler just like us. Without us, there is a hole in your life bigger than the hole in Matt Hummel's toe boot <laughs> things. Exactly. Way bigger. Way, his toe can't be that big. Way, way bigger. Even Pretty though there's big. two of them. You know what they say, big toes, uh, big... Um, Bros. Socks. <laughs> Britches. Okay, let's, let's get some life ref going. Let's, let's ref some lives here. How's that sound? It's the life ref. He refs your life. Uh. So you better watch out. He's gonna officiate your life. Life. You don't play by the rules, but you should. It's the life ref. Including the cues in the final episode. (laughs) Let's do it. All right, time for some life refing. 
where we pass judgment on the goings-on in the football world, both on and off the pitch. We're giving out cards, we're saying play on, whatever fits Scribbling shit in the notebook. Yeah, right in the notebook. Uh, Making gestures. Yeah, a lot going on. Full full course life refing. Uh, our first case, you know, as we previously alluded to, these English managers are just are not getting their opportunities in the Premier League. Uh, case in point, David Moyes, Scotsman, getting in there instead of an Englishman like uh, yeah. Sam Allardyce. He was hired by West Ham, and the West Ham fans are not pleased with this. So I guess terrible. The, the, they the, hired a wildling from north of the wall. <laughs> what are they doing? They got him to speak Spanish to Chicharito. <laughs> yeah. Little uno, dos, tres, David Moyes, Espanol action. Ready to go. Catorce. On deck. So my question is, should anyone hire David Moyes to do anything? Uh, Rosetta Stone to voice the Scottish to Spanish uh, disc. Should he still be getting jobs? Scottish to Spanish disc. Is that how Rosetta Stone works? I've never taken a course. <laughs> I, don't I imagine, know. I I imagine they put someone in your native tongue so you could more easily understand how to I'd like to, to hear the language. English to Scottish disc because I don't understand most <laughs> of what uh, Alex Ferguson ever said. We could arrange that. Great. Uh, should David Moyes be given a job? No, because they should give it to young, sexy managers from the championship instead of giving every single job to David Moyes and Sam Allardyce, as we have previously covered on this gosh darn podcast. And... The fun thing here is, by the way, David Moyes is under contract at Man United until 2019. Still got wow. another year to go. Another year That's to amazing. Go. He's getting double salary. He's getting double yeah. dip wages. That's impressive. He's got his payoff. He's had like four jobs since then. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody should give him a job. Why would you pay him for more than one job when he's bad at one job? It doesn't make any sense. No more jobs. He's on that Andre Villas-Boas collecting salaries from multiple different clubs that have all sacked you tip. Yeah, exactly. It's I think that there's been a, there's been a mistake here though. He should have gone back to Everton, and you know everyone's thought he's good again, and then he could get the Man United job again. <laughs> just do it all. I'll do it. Go again, like yeah. a, a merry-go-round. Exactly, a one-man yeah. merry-go-round. I like it. Hmm. But no, this is a straight red card for me. David Moyes has shown nothing to deserve another Premier League job. He should go down to the second division, third division, amateur level. But not not the Premier League. Or one step below that, Scotland. <laughs> I mean, it's working for Brendan Rodgers. He's cleaning up over in the Scottish Premier League. He's Great doing very character. well. Yeah, did you see he was compared to Pep Guardiola today in another reputable news Was source. he really? That's just yeah. an abomination. To, to be fair, it was by his young winger who is Manchester City property, Patrick Roberts. Still an absolutely outrageous claim to make. <laughs> but Theo, what do you think? What's your call here? What's your decision? I, I think it's a play on. I'm feeling, I'm feeling generous. Um, David Moyes is a sad, sad character in my mind. <laughs> so, I think anything to just cheer the old guy up would be great. So, but if, will if, this cheer him up? He's gonna send that club uh, down again, just like he did to Sunderland. I don't know, but he'll relegated. have, he'll have hope for at least a week or two, and <laughs> that's enough to allow me to let it play on. I don't even think he'll have hope for that long. I mean, this team is just, in um, dire shape, and he's not gonna help things at all. What we I want to know is uh, the I want to see the, I want to have to have had like a uh, like a what do you call it a, a fly on the wall view of the meeting where the West Ham owner sat down and said right you know the team's suffering really badly no one likes being in this stadium what can we do to turn this around and make this club successful again <laughs> yeah that's it 
David Moyes. Get yeah. him on the phone. We need a hero, a motivational yeah. maven, someone who's going to rally the troops, get the entire club behind him. David Moyes. Who finished yeah, in last guy. place last season? David Moyes. Let's bring that guy in. <laughs> Let's get him It's over just here. so crazy. It might work. But I liked how West Ham, they, they tried to skew his record to make it sound better than it is. They promoted how, I think it was like they said, eight of his last nine seasons in the Premier League, he's finished eighth place or better. But in his last season, <laughs> he finished dead last and got relegated. And uh, the seasons before that, he was with Man United, who finished seventh, you know, way below expectations. They, why did they just pretend they didn't exist altogether? It just exactly. <laughs> produces yeah. Everton record alone and not even go about it that it's, way. It's just it's shameful. Shameful. It's, it's awful. And it's a red card for me. So, West Ham, you're getting relegated. I hope you enjoy your terrible decisions. Yeah, maybe the logic was that the last time David Moyes was good was the last time most West Ham players were good because their team is like <laughs> yeah. a 2013 All Stars team. Turning back the clock with West yeah. Ham. That's the logic. Yeah. That's the logic. Let's move on. All right. So the next case, something else we mentioned earlier: Kyle Martino running for USSF president. Uh, one of the many many candidates who have thrown their hat in the ring for this. Uh, he quit his job at NBC Sports in the studio doing Premier League matches. No more. He's going to focus solely on this, which is a, a big undertaking because this is a, an unpaid position. If you become president of the United States Soccer Federation, you collect no salary. There's no money in this whatsoever. So this is all for the love of the game, as P- Patrice Evra would say, before kicking someone in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> So, what do you guys think about this? Quitting a cushy TV job to run for USSF president? I say play on. Play right along. Yeah. Because the only other outsider candidates that have thrown their names up are are either people I've never heard of and have no uh, chance at it, or Eric Winalda, who's a bozo. So uh, <laughs> I think I think it's good to have a bit of hope in, in a potential candidate. Obviously, none of these, I'll say men because they are all men. Um, none of these men are candidates yet. They need to uh, apprehend, I think, was it 25 of the state federation votes or something or other. So that hasn't happened yet. But uh, Winalda is apparently well on his way. And I think if Winalda can do this well, Martino should garner even more support. Um I'm I'm in favor. I hope I hope he does it. I hope he turns soccer around in this country. He is the hero and the hair that we need. <laughs> yeah, can't disagree with any of that. He's very hunky. Uh, he's got great hair and he's very hunky. So it gets my vote for sure. Um, will someone spare a thought though for the two Robbies? They got to, they're going to have to carry so much more NBC analysis now. <laughs> Those poor guys. They're going to have to get Robbie Savage in. They're going to have to be the three Robbies, aren't they? Oh God, don't say That's that. That's what's going to happen here. I think. <laughs> yeah. In the Martino presidency. I think he'll name the two Robbies like secretary and treasurer of USSF. I'm in. Uh, <laughs> I love those guys. <laughs> yeah, he'll find roles for them in the in the cabinet. I'm sure. Essentially, in 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 my future USSF president, I'm not looking for someone who has experience in kind of you know managing this kind of position or experience in politics or experience in sports uh, in this kind of way. I just want someone whose mother-in-law is Susan Sarandon. That's all I want. <laughs> and there's only one man that can claim that. Yeah, as far and as I know. And that's Kyle Martino. Sunil Gulati. Oh, okay, Kyle Martino. No, right. no. It's Kyle. Okay. My only concern, we I mean, you. I definitely like Kyle. I think he'd be great at it. Um, I think he'd be 
very open-minded and have all the qualities that we need in a USSF president. But my only concern is that there's so many candidates. I think it's a very open field. And I think if you're going to go up against Sunil, the incumbent, you need a lot of centralized support. And with so many candidates, it's kind of a diffuse uh, field, and it could it could harm the challenge to to the man in power. I don't know because if anyone if anyone's going to do it, it'll it'll be him. I think he's the strongest out of these candidates. And as I said before, I, I think they'll shake in or out of the race based upon the. Uh, I guess they're not primaries, but whenever state federations <laughs> give their blessing. And at that point, I'm thinking we'll have Kyle Martino versus Sunil Galati Thunderdome, and we all know how that one ends. You know what? When um, when Bayern Munich's mascot went on the TNT NBA show, oh, Charles Barkley well? said, "Charles Barkley said that um, when the US next is in the World Cup, they're going to win it." And I think that's going to be 100 percent true if Kyle Martino's in charge. Well, to be fair, Charles Barkley also said Bayern Munich. <laughs> Like he, he couldn't even say Bayern Munich. To be fair, so. that's one of the more measured predictions uh, Charles Barkley has ever given. The fact that we have eight <laughs> years to get there actually makes sense. It's, yep. p- it's possible. Yeah. Bobo, Allow yourself to give dream. us a quick clip of Charles Barkley saying Bayern Munich, please. Because that was almost as bad as his golf swing. <laughs> I know Bayern Munich is a uh, big German. Uh, Way to yes. insult yes. the whole country in one them. statement, Chuck. I'm going to beat them. <laughs> so there it is, the European Cup. Uh Let's never mention him on this podcast again. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, I don't know what this last Life Ref topic is about, so I'm going to give this to Ryan to introduce because I am not on board with this one at all. Ryan, let's, let's hear what you got here. Okay, well, if you don't understand it, Brooks, it's one sentence I've written on the running order here. It's a question that says, is Romelo Lukaku actually rubbish? What? And I don't mean, is he like trash that belongs in is a he, trash receptacle. Is he actually a candy wrapper? Is he actually, yeah, something you discuss? No, no, I mean, he's, he's not. Is he actually not very good? Is he actually not up to being a 80 million pound striker, whatever he was? Like, this you know, he started very strongly question. for... Well, it's not yeah. that absurd. It's not that absurd. You see how he started for Man United 11 goals first 10 games, but then there's all these accusations that he disappears against the bigger teams. As soon as they started playing the bigger teams, didn't really show up. Man United in general, they're hardly having any shots on goal at all. You've you got you to gotta admit there is a case for the no. fact that he might not be a fantastic 75 His million, team might be million rubbish. striker. Exactly. You can't put it all on a striker. Right. He's dependent on the service that he gets. If he's not getting service, he can't score. It's simple as that. Okay, then I'd buy that argument if, if it his was, team if isn't even about... prodded to give service. If they play downright defensive tactics, how is he even supposed to get any of the service? Because they just lump the ball up front. That's all they're but doing. They're the doing thing. defensing and route one. Like if it was Mikatarian who like just watches the ball sail over his head for ninety minutes, then I'd I'd agree with you. But you know, Lukaku should be getting the service well, here. This is the thing. So Mikatarian isn't passing to him. Uh, Pogba is injured. Mikatarian's not getting the ball. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a problem too. Pogba's injured. He's not getting service. There's no one out in the middle of the field uh, getting the ball to him in a scoring position. So he can't do anything. And plus you have Mourinho's tactics of uh, just parking the bus against any half-decent club. How is he expected to score? I think, if anything, we're revealing a, a more more pointed problem when he, when he was signed is that his type of striker might not work in Mourinho's uh, – Mourinho's goal for what Manchester United could so be. So on that point, Theo, on that point, let me reframe the question. Who do you think would have been better at Man United? Alvaro Morata 
or Romelu Lukaku. They could have had either striker. Either striker could have gone to Chelsea as well. And we saw them both play on the same field uh, last weekend. And one was dog shit and one was pretty good. Yeah, one scored the winning goal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, With a header that was struck at about 400 miles an hour. <laughs> because his boots I mean, are, are high quality, unlike Fellaini's. That's why uh, <laughs> Exactly. That's why he could do that. <laughs> Works for the headers, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm giving Lukaku a yellow card because I'm not, I'm not ready to, to say he's terrible because obviously he's a very talented striker and he's shown that in the past and he's not perhaps getting the service he deserves. But I don't know. I, think, I just don't think he's been quite up to it. No, I say play on Lukaku, red card for Ryan Bailey. This is huh. a ridiculous question, and I wouldn't be surprised if he says he read it wrong and um, his Twitter account was hacked. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow caution for Ryan. I'll, I'll be easy on you. You can stay. But Thanks. Can I play careful. on for Lukaku? Are you playing no. on? Yeah, Lukaku can play on. Yellow for you. Oh, yeah, fine. I, sorry, I spoke, guys. Jeez. I, I think when Pogba How dare back, you have an opinion on this podcast? <laughs> I, I think when Pogba comes back, you'll see a different United squad. I think they were so dependent on him those first few games that when they lost him, they, they didn't know what to do. And, and now they're not playing very well. But he'll come back. Yeah, this is everybody's fault except Josie Mourinho's. Let's agree on that. <laughs> That's a fact. Well, True. so speaking of Jose, I heard the rumor mill has already started for Jose to PSG, as we previously mentioned yes. on this pod, and I can definitely see that happening, because apparently he's going to have to sell before he can buy in January with Man United, and he won't like that, and so the purse strings are tightening, the pressure is sell. melting. They have no assets. Uh, Lukaku, maybe. Luke Shaw. <laughs> yeah, Luke Shaw. <laughs> Well, apparently Luke Shaw. Who's buying? So I'm going to go. I'm going to go full blown mini transfer Mageddon <laughs> segment right now and throw in that. It's almost that time. It's almost that time. It's, yeah, we're getting it's close to that transfer Mageddon. Pump up those electric guitars because uh, it's almost that time. But so oh, Luke Shaw rumored Mino is stirring in his uh, hundred dollar bill uh, decorated sleeping bag. Right now. <laughs> it's almost Mino time, and he sleeps in a sleeping bag because he just sleeps in the mountains looking for. Transfers. <laughs> yeah. Well, this this Mourinho to PSG thing is just George Mendes biding his time, waiting to climb exactly. atop Mino's shoulders once again. But so apparently Luke Shaw said that he doesn't want to leave. He wants to stay and fight for his place. But if Jose leaves, that could open up his place. At what place? His place in the cellar? In the cellar, yeah. yeah. He, he, he likes he already, his place like He's his already house. there. He likes his cage. He likes his <laughs> cage. For his place to get back Ferguson's to his Ferguson's wine cellar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fergie's old wine cellar. But could you imagine Mourinho with Neymar at PSG? Neymar would hate him. He would hate yeah, him. Yeah, I don't see His how tactics. they can get along. Oh, that would be over so quick. But but to be yeah. fair, I, when Ryan did pose that question about Murata or Lukaku, and we're talking insane levels here, but I think it is a striker that plays a bit more with the ball at his feet that would do better for Mourinho as yeah, opposed to... Yeah, I think to, that would work better. You know what I mean? Like, Neymar, at least, if he were to drop back into midfield, almost how Drogba did when he was uh, at his peak at Chelsea, he would almost get more of a, a head of steam running towards goal and create more opportunities, whereas, you know, Lukaku and Murata both thrive off service. Um, Lukaku is, is dying of thirst out there. Indeed. All right, so now that we've figured out all of... Uh, Man United's problems. That is all for regular time. Join us for extra time 
where we'll be Enjoy. discussing the ET USA gang, gang, gang. and Portugal friendly upcoming meaningless Ooh, friendly so for the excited. US. Not exciting at all. We'll also be discussing the big goal drought in La Liga. Cristiano, no goals. Luis Suarez, what? no goals. Uh, Antoine Griezmann not scoring. Is it, the crazy There's man. something going on there. We got to figure it out. And we'll also uh, a special bonus segment within our bonus segment of extra time. Theo's football shirt review corner. You hey, can't I didn't miss sign that. For that. Yeah, Ooh. it's gonna happen. Theo always has we'll some the takes. Check. Theo always has some takes on the, the new football shirt, so we'll uh, wow. get his input there. Um, thanks to producer Bobo for being the one member of our group with actual talent, making this happen every week. We couldn't do it without him. <laughs> the truest on thing that's media, been said. On social media, we are at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. On Twitter, I am at BrooksDT. I have those 280 characters. I plan on using them. Woo! So uh, stay tuned for that. Ryan, what is your Twitter handle? And do you have 280 characters? I have a, I have all the characters. I have all of them. My Twitter <laughs> handle is at give British managers a chance. All I'm asking is for a small donation and some consideration for all those Brits who don't get a chance for those 10 Premier League teams who don't have a British manager, <laughs> as opposed to the 10 or so that do. He just meant he wants to coach a good team. Yeah. And it's fair. He just wants the top good six. teams don't hire British men. He just wants a top six job, yeah. Yeah. Theo, Fine. what is your Twitter handle, and do you have 20 characters? I don't know, because I rarely log in, but my exactly. Twitter handle is at TheoMessyDT. Uh, my last tweet, I'm, I'm currently uh, being courted by fictional football club Neptune City FC. Uh, oh, Rival to Asbury Park FC. Um, so if anybody wants to hop online and, and, and show your support, I could. I could really they play on the water. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks to global warming, they they probably will soon. <laughs> sure. Well, hopefully, I'm I'm playing for them, and you can come watch me underwater. Hold your breath. All right, a, a fictional person playing for a fictional club that makes perfect. It's sense. a match made in heaven. Come it on. really is. Meta. So meta. So we will see you on Extra Time or next time. So see ya. Next time. Bye. Adios. Night, night. Love you. Sweet dreams. I'll be up to tuck you in in a minute. Night, night. Thanks, Ryan Billy Music. <laughs>